Welcome to the Feel Good Thoughts Podcast with Joey Tatunji. Feel inspired, feel empowered, and feel confident with your daily dose of feel-good thoughts. Discover self-love solutions with a holistic health approach to living. This podcast is for anyone who wants to live a feel-good life. So if that's you, then stay tuned. Welcome back to the Feel Good Thoughts podcast in the lead up to Christmas. Only a few more days. Can't believe it snuck up on us already. I have someone special who's with us on the podcast show today, and he's going to talk to us about how to find some stillness amongst a little bit of Christmas chaos or chase that's happening in the next coming days. So I would like to welcome Tom Cronin, who is the founder of The Stillness Project, which he'll tell us a little bit more about, and uh, an amazing meditation teacher, someone who I go to his class on a regular basis here in Sydney, but he's also known globally. So welcome, Tom. Hey, guys. Great to be here. Thanks for inviting me along, Joe. It's so awesome to have you here, Tom, on the Feel Good Thoughts. And I was wondering if, you know, in the lead up to Christmas right now, everyone's a bit busy, you know, getting last minute plans and food and presents and finishing up work for the year. And it can be a little bit chaotic, you know. So how do people find some stillness and clarity at this busy time? Yeah, you know, you, we've got a manic time of the year. People are tired. It's been a long 12 months. There's been a lot of stuff happening this year around the world. Um, there's been a lot of fluctuations, a lot of change. And now we throw in the mix Christmas parties and Christmas shopping. And, you know, it's a really intense time for people. And it's a time that can really test our nervous system. It's a time that can test our emotional states. And it's very easy for people to feel very imbalanced around this time of year, particularly throw in the mix Christmas parties, drinking late nights. And, you know, it really does have a very depleting and deteriorating effect on our mind, our body and our nervous system which will really erode your experience of happiness, calmness, joy, and bliss. And really that's what we're here to do is to live a life full of happiness, calm, joy, and bliss. So it's really important, I feel, that we um, get very structured in compartmentalizing our day. This is something that I do, I compartmentalize our day, just like a, I think, think of it like a school timetable where, Mm -hmm. you know, you have science class and after science you go to English and after English you go to maths. And when you're in each one of those classes, you really only are putting your attention on that one subject. So you're not doing science, English and maths all in the same class, just as you're not going to be on your phone, your emails, eating food and talking to someone while you're Christmas shopping. (laughs) (laughs) I love how you say that because... Because that's what what I do. (laughs) I know. I was thinking that. I'm like, that's exactly what I do. You know, it's particularly this time of year, we're trying to multitask. And I love how you've really broken that down into sections of, you know, it is hard to do science, maths, English all at once as you such you can't. Yeah. Yeah, you can't um but the challenge is how do you be disciplined enough to break into those sections yeah you know i start my day with with sections you know i kind of look at my day and i i start it with a piece of paper or even i have an actual template of a timetable that i pull out each day and i sort of fill in sections this is when i'm going to do my emails this is when i'm going to actually do phone time um, you know most of the day i will put my phone uh to a side uh with the silent on Mm-hmm. And I'll have portions. I mean, I must admit, I, I'm doing this because I found myself looking at my phone in between doing everything all the time. And there was really no break from t- from phone time. And it was having a very depleting effect on my day. I was finding I was quite depleted of energy at the end of the day. So what I made sure was, and I couldn't pinpoint why that was the case, because 
the constant fluctuations in my mind as I was processing all the information from my voxes, my emails, my SMSs, my Facebook, my Instagram feeds. And I felt, you know what, this is starting to own me and how I feel and it's time I own it. So it was time for me to compartmentalize my phone time. So, you know, when I walk in the door at night time, the phone goes in my drawer. Mm-hmm. And maybe at nine o'clock, I might check it just to see there was nothing that I missed or no important text messages or, or Vox messages that I needed to attend to. But um, same with at work. When I'm at work, I'm really trying to just, if it's email time, then it's email time. And the phone goes over to the side and it's on silent. Um, you know, I'm producing a feature film. I'm running a global movement, the Stillness Project. Uh, I got corporate talks and even within that, you know, I can check my phone at the end of each section, mm-hmm. you know, and just make sure that I'm on top of everything. But this whole having to constantly check it is something that we're getting really addicted to and it's having a really depleting effect on our brains and our bodies. So for that reason, um, compartmentalizing my day is really important. Now, part of the compartments in my day is yoga and stillness. So this morning I've done my yoga session and my meditation and putting blocks of time to not have to process information, to not have to be talking to someone, to not having to be depleting yourself of energy in that social engagement. Even a phone, there is depletion of energy when you're socially engaging on your phone, um, writing messages, reading information, there's still some level of energetic exchange going on there and people need to understand that. So when we meditate, what happens is we're actually, it's like putting your phone into the PowerPoint and starting to reboot its energy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's, that. that's what it's like when we meditate. We're rebooting yeah. our energy. We're calming the mind down and charging your cells up. Yeah, I really think that's a super important point that you said there, Tom, about taking the time away from your phone because we do fill up these gaps I like to call them in our life, these moments where, you know, you're sitting down and you would usually just sit in stillness and look around you. Um, I was actually thinking about when you spoke about that just this week, I was uh, sitting in a clinic at the naturopath and there was a bunch of us sitting there all waiting for appointments. And I thought, you know what, I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm just going to sit here. And there was like 10 people in the room and nine out of 10 people were on their phone. And I thought, you know, this is 10 minutes where I can just sit and breathe and not look at my phone. Um, And I thought we've really, as a society, I think, have just thought it's just so easy to use those gaps or those moments Mm. to check emails, sort of get ahead in whatever we're doing or fill it with a bit of socialization, you know, but what we don't realize is that by doing that, we're not actually giving ourselves a break mentally. Mm. Um, We're sort of, you know, still focusing on a computer screen as such, you know, Mm. by looking at the Mm. phone. And I love the fact that you said with stillness and yoga, it's like you're recharging Mm. your body, Mm. just Mm. like you'd recharge your phone. So if we were to do a bit of stillness each day, how long should we do it for? Uh, to really have the benefits of recharging our energy and and helping us feel more energized, centered, grounded, and have more clarity? Yeah, it's a really good question. And when we say stillness, we want to clarify what stillness is because Mm. some people think of stillness as doing nothing. And like in The Karate Kid, when uh, the master said to young Dre, doing nothing and sitting in stillness are two very different things. And if you were to just try and sit by the beach or try and sit, you know, in the waiting room... um, and hope that you cannot get bored, you're going to get bored. Um, because what's happened is the mind's become very conditioned to be searching for something that's fulfilling or charming. And that's why we get drawn to the phone, because we find a lot of charming things in that phone, in the information bits. 
So this is the nature of the mind that it will seek charm, it will seek entertainment. So to just sit and not have something entertaining, it's like a drug addict not having a drug. It's going to get very itchy and, and agitated after a period of time. So we need to entertain the mind slightly in our stillness session, and that is by giving the mind something to do. So mm. we either um, can focus on the breath, moving through the nostrils is a simple meditation. So you're going to require some level of discipline here and some level of observation or awareness that the mind's tendency is to not be in one place at one time for length of time. It's not the tendency of the mind and it will get bored. So you need to have some level of awareness that that's the case and some level of discipline to keep it in that space. Um, and that will give you something to do in that period of time. And I'd recommend, you know, sort of, you could do a breath meditation, simply five or 10 minutes is gonna be a good starting point. Um, for the deeper style meditations where we use a mantra, and this is something that I teach and have used for 20 years as my meditation practice, I have a particular sound that I use that I was given by a teacher um, and that's what I teach in my, in my courses and in my online program is a particular meditation where the student will get the mantra. And mantra is where we get two English words. Manas is where we get the word mind and tra is where we get the word truck. So a mantra will take the mind from one place to another place just as a truck takes one object from one place to another place. And so the mantra is going to export the mind from the thinking state into the quieter states through the gentle repetition of that sound. And the why the mind finds that a very easy proposition is because the repetition of that sound is actually quite entertaining. It's a very soothing and enjoyable experience for the mind. It's not bored with it and it will find it just a very simple and effortless practice to do. So for that practice, I would sit for 20 minutes with the mantra if you have a mantra. And, um, and what you'll find is that you'll get a very relaxed and deep level of restfulness as mm -hmm. a result of that repetition of that sound. Yeah, and that's, that's really a beautiful way. I mean, you've given us two examples there. One is just focus on the mm -hmm. breath, mm -hmm. or two is to go with a mantra. Mm -hmm. Now, if anyone would like to find out more about you know, the mantras and, and, and following your online program, how can they go about it? Because you know, I'm a huge advocate of the Stillness Project. I've been practicing for two years now with Tom. Um, I've been meditating for a while, but we met at Awesomeness Fest a few years ago and Tom was teaching uh, meditation there. And I was just drawn to his practice and the way in which you teach it. And I'd highly recommend if you have never meditated before, um, I have a very close friend of mine and um, people in my life who I've brought to Tom who've never meditated and now they love to meditate and they, they couldn't sit down for two minutes and yeah. now they sit there for 20. So um, Tom, I was wondering if you could really share with us today um, a little bit more about where anyone can find out about your programs because they truly are beautiful and they truly do help a lot of people to grow and you know learn how to meditate. Yeah, for sure. We, we disrupted the model of meditation. Uh, the way this technique has been taught has always been in a one-on-one -on -one sort of teacher-to-student practice. Um, we wanted to make this available to the world. We feel that now is the time where the world um, doesn't necessarily need gurus. What they need is to learn to meditate. Mm -hmm. And that was the number one priority where we had to disrupt the model. So we, we created an online program that gets delivered to the, the student over 21 days, which is a very intimate video program of me teaching them the same technique that I normally teach on the weekends. And it's called Faster, Deeper Bliss. Mm -hmm. um, it's fast, it's deep, and it's very blissful. So that's where we got the name. Um, and they can get that on our uh, website at stillnessproject.com. 
um, that's all available in there. And also um, they can go to tomcronin.com and they can find out about weekend courses as well if they're in Sydney. But uh, you know, if they're anywhere around the world, then Fast Dip the Bliss would be a great program to get them into meditation practice. Amazing. Just love it. And uh, for those of you that are listening in right now, um, what I'm going to do is actually put those links at feelgoodjoey.com so you can click straight through and uh, get more info there. Just head over to my blog. But before we finish up today, Tom, I always like to ask our guests to share with us one feel-good thought before you can go. So what's one beautiful feel-good thought that you could share with all our listeners today? You know what? I think one that comes to me, um, and you know, I didn't know you were going to ask this question, but my <laughs> first thought that comes to me is a beautiful quote by Barefoot, an American Indian, uh, you know, a couple hundred years ago, and he said, "Life is like the breath of a buffalo in winter time." And you know, you think of the steam that comes out of a buffalo's breath in winter time in the dawn, and the steam, the mist disappears very quickly, and that's what life is like. You know, we're, we're given one chance of this, and it's such a, a gift to be present, to be born and to be manifest and experience the world that we've got and to just grab it by the lapels and squeeze every ounce of life out of this. This is so ridiculously uh, an amazing gift to be here and so few of us really appreciate it. And I have to constantly remind myself that this is such a blessing to be walking this planet and to experience the things that are around us. You know, this morning I had yoga and went for a swim in the ocean and um, eating some delicious food and talking to Joey. Every single moment is just blessed with just beauty around us and to um, to really embrace that and just stop and smell the roses. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Thank you so much, Tom. And, you know, that's a beautiful way to end today's Feel Good Thought podcast is to really appreciate all your blessings that you have in your life no matter how small or how large they really are. Just appreciate life. Thank you so much, Tom. And uh, Merry Christmas, everyone, in the lead up to Christmas. Very exciting. Only a few more sleeps to go. And I look forward to sharing more with you soon. Thanks, Tom. Happy Christmas, everyone, and have a uh, wonderful new year. 2016 is going to rock. Woo! (laughs) Remember, as Feel Good Joey says, Choose positivity and live at a high frequency of love. Go to feelgoodjoey.com for more inspiration.